I say we're ready to go. I say let's drop kick this bitch. All right, man, we will. Um, how to adjust the are we are we happy with levels? I love it. Okay. So, dude, I've been trying to get you on the show for how long? Years. I'm kidding. Since the beginning. <laughs> because you're like the hardest guy to track down because you're the busiest actor oh, in LA right please. now. Please. Please. I wish I was, but yes, I bamboozle myself into these things that always take up my time, which are great, but I wish I was getting paid a shit ton of money, which I'm not. Not quite yet. Not yet, but she'll get there. <laughs> she'll get there. <laughs> Doesn't it work out that you, don't you get royalties though? Or are um, you literally getting a you get residuals like after stuff is shot and then, you know, so months in the, later. In the meantime, air. you get to be the struggling artist. Oh, absolutely. Welcome. Which by the way is the new unofficial Oh, there's the dog. Hey, dog. I'm going to Hey, you're too loud, buddy. Go on, get. Go on, get. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna silence this. You're so popular. Why don't Why don't we? Uh, we'll, we'll get into actual like professional <laughs> studio mode here. Kick the dog out, turn the phones off, then we'll yeah, be good, right? Off. Um, what was I saying? Um, shows residuals. Oh, okay. Residuals, residuals. So in the oh right. In the meantime, you get to be a struggling artist. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, my co-host, Nikki, who usually fills in uh, when I don't have guests or sometimes we do three. Amazing. So it's like threesome action. It's pretty good shit. Sign me up. That's why we have the bed right here. Thank you, bed. Um, And uh, we talked about it and she's like, you know, Future EDO is the official name of this podcast. It's kind of cool. It's got a nice ring to it. I love it. And we jokingly play around with it that um, we attributed meeting afterwards, after the fact. Mm -hmm. Like, we didn't know what the fuck it meant. We are just like, it just sounds fucking awesome. But it's like (laughs) the future of entertainment, dialogue, and O for other shit. Oh, I love O for other shit. But but the AKA is the struggling artist. Because Mm -hmm. as we've been sort of doing this podcast... And interviewing people like Colin, who you know. Nice. Adir. Of course. And like everyone, Nikki herself, myself, all of us are artists. Absolutely. And everything that we've been talking about has been gravitating around sort of like the life of an artist in this crazy fucking town called the City of Angels. Absolutely. Yeah. City of shit shows. Yeah, That's what it is. And uh, we're kind of in an interesting part of town, West Hollywood, Mm -hmm. where you have this interesting mix of gay culture, the artists, Hollywood, all that shit just kind of converging in one spot. Yeah. I call it ground zero. Absolutely. It's the bubble. I call it the big gay bubble. The big gay bubble. The big gay bubble. It Technically, it, it's Even, considered one of the gayest communities in America. Is probably. It, is it not? Yeah, I think so. You know that, the Castro, maybe Chelsea in New York. Chelsea for sure. I mean, which is now Hell's Kitchen. They've changed it. What does that even mean, Hell's Kitchen? It's just, what? you know, part of town. I mean, Midtown, basically. Yeah? Yeah, I forgot what it's actually, I think. Like the like where that name came from? Came from? I'm not yeah. sure, but if we Google it, we can find out. We can always we can Google, always can't we? Find it. we can always find I out keep forgetting the that real we, meanings. I keep forgetting that we live in the future and <laughs> yeah. that we could just pull up this little device Yeah, I've not, that, that, was, that was featured on Star Trek like many moons ago. Yep. And we have them now. Yeah, it's weird. And literally, you could just talk into it and be like, Siri, do that, do this, where, that, and the other. Should we do it? <laughs> do you have Siri on your phone? Siri, where does the name Hell's Kitchen come from? Get, Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. She's checking. checking. Oh. Oh. Here's what I found on the web for where does the name Hell's Kitchen come from. See? The bitch talks. She does talk. Hell's Kitchen. The name Hell's Kitchen generally refers to the area 
from 34th to 58th Street. Um, oh, it got its name from a gang. From a gang. Uh, that's what it says. Interesting. <laughs> Let's see what else it says. I mean, I'm sure everybody really wants to know what happened in Hell's Kitchen. Um, oh, it was an Irish and German community. In your people, sort of, right? No? My people? <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that looks more Irish than I do. I know, which is so funny. Not even close. Um, Spanish, Italian. I know, Italians. Hey. Yeah. I don't know. Righteous days of New York City with gangs. You know what it is? Is I love the name. The fact that it's a city, or a, I should say, a neighborhood that actually has the word hell in it. That's yeah. kind of cool. You know, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I lived there for five years in Hell's Kitchen. Oh, you did. Fifty second and 9th. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I lived up on eighty um, first in York, Upper love East. Love that. Yeah, kind of an older Jewish area, but mm-hmm. like still like close to shit. You know, I love that area. Yeah. I mean, it's a bitch to get to. Yeah, that walk. You got to walk like three avenues. Yeah, no, thank you. Shit, you got me talking about New York and all, I'm like, walk. You got to walk. You got to walk. You know, hey, you got to hey. walk all the way across the goddamn town. Cross town bus though, hey. Hey, you. Where are you coming from? <laughs> I'm coming from the West. <laughs> so I really, I really want to get into like some of the stuff that you've been doing though. Um, I know that you were doing, you were like a, a vampire on a show. Yes. I, I want to hear all about that. I too. will tell you that one. So um, yeah, it started... When I was born in New Jersey. No, kidding. Oh, yeah. Let's um, go way back. Let's man. go way back. Yeah. No, please. I grew up in New Jersey. Um, always wanted to be an actor. Dude. Blah, blah, blah. Jersey? You, you too? Damn. Yeah. Call in too, man. We're all Jersey, which is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm from North Jersey, so I'm not trashy like Snooky. But, I mean, I have some trash. <laughs> oh, is, is North Jersey the less trashy part? Absolutely. That's and where Colin and I are from. Okay, but Colin kind of has more of like the the, the Joyzy. The I, Joyzy I don't know if that's, a little bit of that. I hear a little bit of the, that East Coast, but in you, I hear zero East Coast. Oh, that's great. I you think lost I've, it. I lost it. All that coach, all that the yes, speech all that acting, coaching. Yes, all of all of my you know <laughs> online online coaches. <laughs> Not even. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess I lost it, but I mean, I can I can put it on for sure when I'm drunk. Oh, yeah. Which was yesterday, five hours ago. Oh, okay. Good. Thank you. Happy Fourth, everybody. This Happy is, Fourth. This is the July fifth special. I am hungover as fuck. And you're here doing a podcast. With, you Johnny. stuck to the you stuck to the uh, schedule. Absolutely, Johnny and Connie take take LA. I appreciate it. And you know, man, seriously, you're one of the most favorite people out here. Oh, thank you. Awesome. I love you so much. Love too. you back, boo. Um, so yes, getting back to me, Johnny. So <laughs> yeah, back to, back to me. Up. Back to me. It's always <laughs> about me. Um, yeah. So I was grew up in Jersey. Um, Went to an all-boys Catholic high school, which was absolutely terrible. Kill yourself. And, um, yeah, I started auditioning in high school. And then I, right out of high school, I booked the Hairspray National Tour, the Broadway show. Oh, cool. So that's when I, that's where it all began. So you began on At Broadway. 17. Yes. I, began, I went on the national tour first for two years. And then, remember, um, what's his face, from O-Town, Ashley Parker Angel? Remember that blonde one? O Town. Remember that that You mean you mean the uh, boy band? The group? boy band? Yeah. Oh man. They're, so they were kind of one of the more obscure. I mean They were the, the loser versions. They of, weren't like NSYNC no, or Backstreet Boys. They were like yeah. the dumb version. Um but they had a following. So okay. he was doing the role that I was doing on tour. Mm-hmm. Um the one that Zach Efron did in the movie of Link Larkin. And I um went in to replace him because he like had pulled something in his back for like three weeks. 
So that was my first time on Broadway. It's replacing Mr. Ashley Parker Angel. No shit. Which then he finished his contract and they hired me full time. And then I wow. closed the show with Harvey Firestein. Very cool. Yeah. So at what point were you like, okay, I'm going to give up the broad, you know, obviously success on Broadway. Yeah. For many years for, I was in New York for eight years doing shows. Eight years. Yeah. And so were you, were you bartending? Were you serving? You know what? At, I, some-, at some point in the beginning, uh, actually in the interim between Hairspray and when I did Legally Blonde, I had like a year of like doing some like stupid regional theater stuff. Um, I shouldn't say stupid. It was great stuff. But um, yeah, I did. I, I bartended a little bit, but nothing like I am now. I was very fortunate enough to keep working right. in New York, like jumping to show to show. I maybe had like two months of bartending and then I got Legally Blonde. So uh, Legally Blonde, the musical. The musical. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I did that on the tour um, and Broadway for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, coming from that kind of success to be able to actually like do what you love. Mm-hmm. It was total dream come true. Make was, money from what you love. Yes, I missed that. Where then, is that money? And then you're like, I'm going to leave awesome New York. I'm going to leave this awesome lifestyle. And to come to bright, sunny Los Angeles. You came for the weather. Mm-hmm. I love when people say that. Oh, the, the we- weather. But the weather. Oh, fuck you with the weather. Absolutely not. No, I came here because I want to do more TV and film shit. Right, right. So that's more the... That's um, my other... Listen, it was... Um, theater is my number one passion, of course. It was a dream come true. I was so fortunate enough to be working so many years on Broadway and at that level. But there comes a time, and I had a, a big director. His name is Jack O'Brien. He's a huge Tony Award-winning director. Mm-hmm. And he like told me when I was um, in my early 20s, like 22, he had said, um, you know, if you come to a point where you start um, hating what you love, it's time for you to take a step back and, you know, just appreciate what you have had instead of getting so dark and deep into it. And then you end up, you know, possibly losing the passion, losing the passion and becoming jaded. And, um, when I saw a lot of people in shows that I was doing for years, you know, cause I was, I, I did a bunch of big blockbuster musicals. So I did like legally blonde, wicked, um, hairspray ghost. Mm. Um, so those shows had been, you know, ran for a while. I mean, Wicked is one of the biggest shows on Broadway. Fucking A. Is it still? It's still. Yeah. It's running for, it's, it's in its 11th year. So, wow. um, yeah. And um, I'm actually going back on Friday to go back into the show for a month. That's why you're going. Okay. Yes. Very cool. So that's why I'm going to New York. But I had seen people in the show who had been with the show for like, I don't know, five, six years deep into the show. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, some people are great at it. I am not that person who can stay in a long running show for more than maybe two years. And then I'm done. Because then mm. I get, you know, creatively, I'm not fulfilled anymore. I, I, I'm doing it eight shows a week. It's, I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. And I want to move on to something different. So um, his words of wisdom, Jack O'Brien, I love you. And I thank you so much for that. Because no, I pulled myself back before I could start hating what I love. And that's, um was so scary and crazy. And change was, I was... I didn't, was just pulled the plug. I was like, I got to move to LA right now. I think, I I think on like, multiple levels what you did was an awesome thing because you, I feel like when you do big, bold moves like that, when you make big, big, bold moves, transitions, yeah, it's never a bad thing. No, it's not. It's scary as fuck. Maybe in the beginning, right? Scary. There's a metamorphosis that always go, you go through. I mean, fuck bro. On my way back here, Mm -hmm. you know, I lived in New York as well, as we said, Mm -hmm. a couple years out there. 
lived in LA prior to that for what, seven, eight years. Yeah. You know, doing music, DJing totally. full time. So that was an awesome time. But like you, um, I started losing the passion. Mm-hmm. And so I had to get the fuck out of Dodge. That's when I went to Spain and in New York and Miami and all that shit and all that crazy moving around. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm ready to come back. Mm-hmm. And when I came back, bro, I went through a serious depression. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Same here. I'm still like, it's been three years here and I still feel, it's now I'm finally feel grounded and settled. But I was, yeah, I was, it's, it's shocking to the body yeah. and to the mind. But yeah. it's also really good. You work on yourself and you, you do. sometimes need to take a step back to realize what you have. Absolutely. And how precious and amazing it is. And you know, we only live on this earth once or maybe whatever you believe in. Well, but we only remember once. We'll, thank you. Remember once. Um, yeah. So I feel it's, it's then also that's you growing up. That's yeah. you getting older and becoming an adult. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, it's been a, you know what? I wouldn't take it back. Even all yeah. the pain, quote unquote, that I went through to, to do that. I'm sure yourself. I wouldn't take it back. And if anything, coming out here made me appreciate my life on the East Coast. Absolutely. More. Because whenever I go back to New York, I'm like, Wow, I had a good oh, I yep. love I had a great life here. And one day I it's in my plan that I do want to go back. <laughs> Absolutely. But there's so much work to be done here right now. I'm doing this part with all Absolutely. you guys. I mean, where else can I have such such access totally to people like your you know, ourselves? Yep. That there's so many talented people here. It's just like I have this queue of people that I got to get on the show. I love it. And you're on the top of that queue, by the oh, way. Oh yes. What for? Like two, three months, I've been trying to get your ass in here. <laughs> Finally, got Kenny. And you know what? Kenny's I have here. I have no doubt in my mind that sooner than later, you're gonna become a fucking big deal. Oh, thanks, buddy. Like, I mean, you already are, but I mean that the world, the world will. Thank acknowledge you. that that's so sweet and, and i feel the same with you my friend thank you my friend your music you guys you gotta listen to johnny's stuff it's so good oh i uh, i play one of the tunes uh in the beginning Amazing. it's sort of, it's sort of the uh the, you know how there's music and of course like an intro in intro yeah I so i have it. an intro i got an outro hey you gotta go pee no hey, big deal go, let me go let me go put some music on i put the music on i love it yeah so by the way if you uh you know you need to use any of the facilities yes just it, raise my hand just raise your hand okay and Say present and, and we're cool with that. Amazing. Very informal. I love it. Um, so yeah, man, it, it's, it's so refreshing to hear other people that share a similar journey or a similar story. So it's like, oh, it's not just me. No. Like, I, I'm not fucking crazy. No, we're all going through it. You know what the I'm saying? The struggle is real, y'all. Yeah. Let me tell you, this bitch is so real. She slaps me in the face when I wake up <laughs> every goddamn morning. But it's great because, yeah. you know, you just, you, it makes you realize what you really want and mm-hmm. if you're gonna pursue it and actually be goal-driven then it'll work because it's i feel like la's really made me fully have those goggles of nope this is what i want to do and then yeah. i'm gonna do it and i don't i know i'm gonna get there somehow but well, all this bullshit that it's throwing my way it's yeah. because it's humbling me and it's grounding me and yeah it's making me appreciate everything that i'm you know, have, have had, will have, hopefully, you know, in the future as well. Yeah. And I, I think that LA is a very easy city to lose sight. Absolutely. And get lost in. Yeah. Very much so. Um, well, because it's sunny every five minutes and it's like, what is it? January or June? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's kind of, I feel like there's very little urgency here. No, everybody sits 
that that was my problem when I first moved here from New York. I'm sure you probably had the same thing. Yeah. I was so hands-on always. I still yeah. am. But these people trying to get a meeting. Jesus Christ. And just emails back and forth. Yeah, we'll talk to you in two weeks. Like then four months would go by. I was like, get it together. Yeah. Can't you just fucking have a meeting with yeah. me? It, and it, you're the one who emailed, you're the one who emailed me first. So like, come on, let's get it together. Yeah, exactly. It's, this is the kind of town where people will literally initiate with you. Oh, and ask you everything and get your number. I'm like, why go through all the fucking mess? Yeah. If you're not going to talk to me when I'm, gonna respond to you but yeah. for like 40 minutes at a bar you're gonna give me all your shit in the spiel and it's the network and here's my card and me 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 and i have a baby dick and blah 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 yeah <laughs> there you go yeah it's it's i can't and it, it tracking down people here it's an art in itself mm -hmm. it really is and i'm dealing with tracking down certain people for in eventually it'll give oh it always does but it's the uh, persistence. It's the persistence, yeah. And in New York, it's a it's a little bit more. It's more real and it's more higher pace. Yeah. It's like okay, we like you, but let me be straightforward. You're not. It's we have nothing for four months, but we'll get back to you soon. And there they actually is. do. There it Here, is. Here it's like oh, we love you. Let's set up this meeting. Oh, and you're a Scorpio. Here. Oh. Oh, I love Scorpio. Are you a Verlibran? <laughs> That's a Virgo and a Libra. Oh, dear God. A Verlibran. Are they are they getting that far now? Oh, people are getting that far. Astrology is huge out here, man. Oh my God. Yes, it everyone, is. Everyone, everyone I talk to, actually Nate, I'm going to interview later. Probably next. Amazing. He's huge in he astrology. Is. And he's funny cuz he here's another Isn't East he Coast kid. Nate I don't think he's a Scorpio. I oh, know he's not. He's something. He's something. Uh, he has like, tattoos of, of it at the bar. Yeah, I forget. I forget what he is, but um, I, oh, he Nate, might be Nate. a Taurus. Sure. And I'm sure all, all our East Coast friends here listening to this are like, who gives a fuck? fuck. But yeah. the thing is, if you knew Nate and he's a, he's an old Philly kid. Oh, I know. He grew up in Philly and he's still, he's like, hey, you know, he's got, I can't do the Philly accent, but. Yeah, me either. But you, you see how L.A. has made him an L.A. kid now. He's oh, a Cali he's boy. Oh, so California. Because, because the, one of the first things that comes out of his, I love Nate to death. He's one of my favorite people. Yeah. And I'm the same way. And, and I'm kind of poking fun at all of us with this. But one of the first things out of Nate's mouth to a girl will be, oh, so what's your sign? Or, and, I'm a, and then he'll know everything. No, he'll say, what's your birthday? Oh, God. And he'll be like, oh, so you're a Virgo with a XYZ moon. Oh, God. And the Pisces stars. And, and I don't rising. know. Yeah, yeah, and my... all the, yeah. He knows. And I'm like, whoa. And the girls are like, tell me more. And they, they have, you know, with the fucking of hands course. like this. Yeah. Well, I mean, it also helps that, you know, Nate's very good looking. Yeah. It's you're happens. very good looking. I mean, Johnny. What the fuck, stop Connie? it. It's like looking in the mirror. Look, Johnny hey. and Connie. Hey. Oh. Come on. So. Connie, what the? Oh, God, no, that's okay. The mic just punched me. In the face. Oh, that's all right. You know, if it's easier for you, you can rotate the headphone because your cable is kind of crossing. Over. I don't know if it's pulling too oh, much. No, on it's you. totally fine. Oh, okay. Um, but what the fuck do you do? What do you eat? Oh, tell what? me. What do you? Because you, you, you look starving. You, you, you look like a. <laughs> you look like a Greek god. Well, and you are Greek, right? I am. I'm a hundred percent. We got to hear the full name, dude. Okay, you ready for it? I mean, I don't know if you guys are ready for this. It is Constantinos. Chrysostomus Rasulis. That's it in Greek. Wow, that is a mouthful. I am either a character in Cats the Musical, Mr. Mistopheles, or I should 
be in the Lion King. Do you remember do you remember back in New York the comedian he he was kind of a cult following out there. He was the guy, I don't remember his fucking name, but he had a, he had a couple characters. Okay. And one was Mauricia the Oh my god. pre-op transvestite. Yes, and he goes um uh, that's it coming to us. That's it. That's it. Like I can't believe you know that yeah, cuz nobody Nobody out here, and he's Greek. And then he's he Greek. has Mr. Panos, yes, which is like goes, the racist. Yeah, and he goes, hi, how are you? I want you to make uh, cookies for me. That's, he's Greek. Yeah. I love it. He's hilarious. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a transvestite from the, from the Lower East Side, that one, right? I'm a, I'm a pre-op transvestite. That's it. That's it. You like plantanos? That's it. Yeah, and, and, he, and he's, a, he's a vegan <laughs> Yeah, because he wants a clean ass, ass pussy, pussy, as he calls it. <laughs> that was, that you was want the, that ass pussy? That oh my god, it's so funny. You guys should watch definitely look that up. That it's was, called Mauricia. Uh Rodriguez. Yeah, that or the Love Date or so, it's called Love Date or something like that. That was literally Yeah, yeah, Love Date. It's good stuff. And that that was literally the That's so funny that you know that. Yeah. Well, anyone that lived in New York, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I'm trying to find me a rich bitch to yeah. pay for my to pay for my student loans. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good yeah anyone looking that up it, it was called uh yeah love love match yeah more, love match and more. he he did a skit where like the documentarians i don't know whatever you go the people the camera crews following her or him yeah. around and the scene on the basketball court oh my god when he's schooling everybody <laughs> in basketball it's so funny yeah i love it man um anyway so the whole greek thing Yes, I am you're, fully Greek. You're a Greek god. Yes, thank you, Greek god. Um, but yes, no, I just work. I work out. I work yeah. out and I eat really clean. And what to sweet you? Sweet potatoes. Come on, sweet potatoes. Dude, you know me on Dude, sweet potatoes, we are like bro. Sweet, you guys, it's you want to get snatched in like a week? Just fucking eat sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. I it's, shit you not. It's a superfood. Fucking superfood. And it basically soaks up all of your water, so you are snatched. I mean, who, go figure. Wait, is that is that what it is? Because yes. I've been trying to do some research on what is it, it about. It dehydrates you. It soaks up it, all of your water. In a good way, though. In a great way. I mean, you shouldn't be just eating sweet potatoes. Like, here's the, this. So I had a celebrity trainer friend of mine uh -huh. who used to train Mariah Carey. His name's Bernardo Coppola. <clears throat> One of my dearest friends. And we met in New York. And I was doing this thing on Broadway called um, Broadway Bears, Equity Fights AIDS. Um, and it was like a big burlesque show that the whole Broadway community puts on at Roseland Ballroom mm -hmm. every year. And we raise money for um, breast cancer awareness, the Phyllis Newman uh, Center, and um, uh, Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS. Okay. So all the money and the proceeds go to all of them. So um, the big performance is probably in June every year, and it's themed... And it's big choreographers, big directors, a bunch of celebrities like uh, Nathan Lane would host and just everybody. There's everybody mm -hmm. would come. Uh, Judith Light was performing one year. Um, you just have a bunch of, you know, Laverne Cox did it yet last year. And um, basically everybody like gets super snatched and ripped mm -hmm. for the performance because we're all naked. Like the whole thing is a burlesque show. Gotcha. So, so everyone's um, got to have at least an eight pack. You literally, or else you're just going to look fat. And no one wants to look fat on stage in front of like 1,200 people. Right. Um, or more, probably more people, yeah, probably 3,000, 5,000. To 5, them, you're, pro you're probably still ripped, but we all know how it is. To you, your, to you, your own yeah, standards, you're your always bettering. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, he, Bernardo, taught me about this sweet potato shenanigans because I would, you know, eat brown rice and some chicken and... um 
He was like, you know what? You can do some rice, but you should switch to sweet potatoes as so, your carb. So like, he, okay. he actually, He's that's interesting because I, I, I kind of, uh, I've been preaching that shit ever since I got back to LA because, you know, as you know, I'm a huge paleo oh, guy, love it. Yeah. total paleo and sweet potatoes and yams. Well, that's why you look so good, boo. Thank you, boo. You're welcome. Sweet potatoes and yams are probably the most superior form of complex carbohydrate mm-hmm. I've ever had. Now, I know every body is different. You know, you're Asian. Maybe you can tolerate rice a whole fuckload better than <laughs> if you're Greek, right? But yes. <clears throat> what I found was uh, I went low carb for like a good one or two years. Okay. You know, on and off for, for about two years. And I, re- I realized I was kind of hitting a wall and I wasn't as, as ripped as I knew I was capable of being. Yeah. And it occurred to me that maybe I was going too low carb for too long. Maybe. So I said, all right, you know, starvation mode, whatnot. So I was like, okay, well, being a paleo guy, if I'm going to eat carbs, it's going to be sweet potatoes. Yeah. Right. Or yams. Um, White potatoes are technically not. They're more starchy. They're more starchy. And and they're technically not even in the same family. People don't know that. Even though potatoes in the word, they're um, one one is a uh, tuber and the other is a nightshade. Oh, work. Didn't even know what that means. Yeah, sure. whatever the fuck. Yeah, but the point Absolutely. being is they're not even the same thing. Um, so I was like, all right, I'll eat, I'll eat sweet potatoes again. And when I started doing that, first of all, Snaps. immediately I started ripping up and I felt more full after meals. I felt more, more saturated. Oh yeah, and you, you only know? can have like, the best thing about the sweet potato is that when you eat it, you're like, oh. You don't have. You don't even have to have a full potato. You're like, oh, I'm done. I'm full. Your body like already knows how to shut it off. It's because crazy. If I have brown rice, I just want to eat like a whole fucking a whole, tub. Yeah, yeah. Like and you then just I'm can't. Still not full. For, for me, bread is like oh, it's like a drug. a drug. It's like it's like cocaine. So you have one sniff. That's so weird. I don't even know it, what it, you're talking and about. And it's kind of, <laughs> it is kind of never enough, right? So like it it kind of begets more. Yeah. Wanting it, and not only like yes, there will be a point where you can't have. You're like I'm fucking full. I can't eat more bread. Totally. But. While you you're eating it. it, you want a lot of bread. And then the next day, or I should say, the more common it is for you in your daily regimen to eat bread, the mm-hmm. more you'll want to eat bread. Of course. Versus when I eat sweet potatoes, like I can only eat, almost eat like half a sweet potato and I just like, I can't fucking eat any more of this. No, yeah, because it just makes you, it like kind of like automatically clicks off and turns. Yeah. It's like, like I'm good. And okay. I feel, and I feel so full. And I think a lot, what that has to do, well, probably has to do with uh, the dehydration aspect that you mentioned. It's true. It literally dehydrates you. I mean, yeah, he basically said when I was basically cutting before the performance, it was like a week before it was like chicken, you know, broccoli and sweet potato, mm-hmm. you know, for six meals. And then two days out, he was like, all right, just basically sweet potatoes every meal. Right. So one sweet potato every three hours. And I was like, wow. get the fuck out of here. And it's so <laughs> counterintuitive because everyone, the, the, it's like, like carbs oh, are like the big evil thing. Like I can't do it. I can't do it. Meanwhile, yeah. I never looked better in my entire life. Absolutely, like, bro. Never looked better. 100% true for me as well. And when about one month into it, it was very apparent. And people at, at our job yeah. were commenting all these fucking, you know, model-esque, you know, Women, whatever, yeah, everybody <clears throat> was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I'm like, 
our disease eating sweet potatoes. potatoes. And, and like, people don't believe it. And they're and like, they oh, you're on it. a cycle. You're doing something. Yeah. You're on steroids. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah. I you mean, can't. it's not like I eat like shit anyways, but for me that, and so I kind of fell out of that and I, I want to get back to it. It just brings you up to the next level. It, it like, does. Really, it's like fine tunes everything, which it is does. so and crazy. It, and it fueled my workouts because. Oh yeah. Cause it's a superfood. It's a superfood. And, and, <laughs> and all, all these low carbers, you know, I get it because like I said, I, I low carb also, and I do believe in low carbing, mm-hmm. but intermittently now not consistently yeah. because you will suffer in the gym if you're trying to gain. Oh, absolutely. Because burning fat, although will give you energy and being in ketosis and all this shit where uh-huh. like, oh, I'm a fat burning machine and, and you drink your fucking bulletproof coffee in the morning and you're fasting and you go to the gym. I get that. But at the end of the day, if you want to look like you, <laughs> you got to you, you. You fuel that shit with, because you, you, you have size and you're lean. Thank you. That's yeah. what I want. That's what I need. Um, yeah, but you have the same weight. Like you and I are built kind of similar. Right? Yeah, yeah. you're like my Greek bro. I mean, you're yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, you we're know, twins, so the Italians and the Greeks. You know, I mean, same shit. Yeah, absolutely. We're just across the the Mediterranean. Yeah, not just too far. I'll swim over later. Yeah, there you go. See you on my boat, <laughs> dude. I've yet to go to Greece. Oh my god, you have to go. Do, to the do you have place. family out there, right? Yeah, I have a who is belting dude, outside. Yeah, I hope, ma'am, calm down. I might have to shut that window, man. See, it's so it. <laughs> To the audience, the reason why we might have a little more background noise here is because it is fucking 90 degrees right now in LA. It is. And it's beautiful hot summer day. I'm not complaining. It's gorgeous. But we have to open up the studio window here. Yeah, I am um, hot as balls, but I've never looked better, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Hey, uh, so I... Back to the thing, I, I wanted to kind of hear what were some of the last major roles that you were doing or doing right now, because I know the first one that you had mentioned to me was the, the you were a vampire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that was, the, that was the biggest one that just... Um, and you were the lead, right? Yeah, I was. it was a Dude. crazy story. I um, went in, so we shot it like seven or eight months ago. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, yeah, it's been, I've been out here, it's been th- over three years that I've been out here and um. I was, some people were like, you know, it's going to take you like three years to like book something mm-hmm. like substantial. And oh, I was that, like, that was kind of the, that was, that was, that was what people had been saying. And I was like, okay, whatever. Everybody's different. Um, let me tell you, they were right. Three years in, I, um, three years, three years. I ran, you know, starting from the ground up, everybody appreciates theater and they love that stuff. But when it comes down to LA, everyone's like, where's your tape? I want to see what you've done. Yeah. And if you don't have a reel, you're fucked. So um, I go to this audition for a five liner. Okay. And um, I'm sitting there and I'm like reading these lines and I wasn't even going to go to this audition. Mm-hmm. I was not having it. I was like five lines for like this series. Get, get out of here. So I go in <clears throat> and um, I do these lines and I had to sing a song because it's also like a musical. I mean, there's music involved in the show. You sing? Yes. I of sing course. In, you're sing you're Broadway. Show. Of course you sing. Um, yes. A, thes- a thespian. I'm a, I'm a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> and um so i said i you know sang my song and then i yeah. read these five lines and they were, the casting and the producer looked at me and they go um actually can you take these 18 pages of sides and go outside and read for one of the lead um characters and i said sure but you want me to, like cold read this and they were like yeah 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 meanwhile pissed again i was like fuck i now have to go outside for 20 minutes to learn these sides that I'm clearly not going to get because this is, you know, I have no time. It's a cold read. There's like 18 people in the, in the room. I go in and then, you know, it, some, it happens. Sometimes you just, 
when you don't give a shit, that's that's, when that's stuff, the irony. That's isn't the it? irony of when stuff happens. You get the stuff fucking happens. roll when you're like, ah, when you're calm, when you're calm, and you're just like, whatever. I'm like, fucked what anyway. Am I, well, I'm gonna be fucked anyway. I have nothing to lose. Cut to the next day. They were like, we love you. We want you to come and test for the network. Yeah. Um, tomorrow, and I was like, get out of here. So yeah, I did it, and then um, we shot the series. They dyed my hair blonde, which was disgusting. I looked. Um, Gross. Can you can you plug all the the info the show where to find yeah, it, yeah, the yeah. name the shows um, the show's called How to Be a Vampire it's on the CW seed so it's their new streaming platform um, you know how everything's like on Apple TV now Netflix Hulu mm-hmm. it's gonna be like that so you can find it on Apple TV um, also it comes out I think July. 25th? Oh, so it has not aired It yet. hasn't aired yet. Oh. It comes out. I haven't seen anything. I just went and did some ADR in the studio. So then so then I really am catching you at a good time because... Yeah, this shit's about to drop, one, son. Once shit drops, you're going to be really hard to get a hold of. Yeah, right. I'm going to be so, I'm gonna yeah. be so famous. I'm going to have to talk to uh, your assistant to get a hold of you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, my assistant, my non-existent assistant. <laughs> Basically, you can just text me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Connie. One more uh, interview. I'm coming over. Bye. Um, yeah, so it, it comes out July twenty fifth. That's I think that's what they said. But so um, are you, what, what's going through your head right now, bro? Because this is a big deal, right? So it's it's a major network streaming ma- streaming yeah, network streaming network. Uh, which by the way is, is I believe is one hundred percent the future. It is, and, and that's why everybody's doing it. And uh, you know uh, Jesse, mm-hmm. him and I were talking, and he was like, um, I don't remember what it was about, but C- uh, CBS apparently is refusing to get into streaming streaming why and because they're so old dude they're, they've always been sort of behind the times well yeah i mean they still have um what's it called soap operas yeah they they just they they're they're perpetually in the 70s yeah. they'll, they'll never get out of the 70s and that's what and so i think it was a friend of his that said okay i'm i'm getting out of cbs and yeah. now i think she does production for youtube because youtube is YouTube as is we know up. it's unbelievably and they have these youtube studios now so when you have 100,000 subscribers when oh, you yeah. hit this when you hit this magic number now you have access free access from what i've been told to the youtube studios you just have to book it yeah and you can just go in and do your shit and so this is to me this is the the future is that we we are all and kind of you know a play on the title and why i like the word future in in the title of this podcast future edo because in all seriousness, this is the future of entertainment. Yeah. That's the F and that's the E right there. It really is. Because people now are really getting onto, I want to provide my own content. And if social media isn't a fucking indication of that, where mm-hmm. everyone wants to be their own star, you of know, course. everybody wants to be the star of their own show. Um, and it also gives us all more of a voice. Absolutely. So you and I can talk whatever the fuck we want to talk about, man. As we should. And, and, you know, people are willing to hear our story or our opinion on certain things because yeah. I think there are cert- there's a dialogue that needs to happen. There's the D. There's Thank a dialogue you, that needs to happen that people need to be- really start <clears throat> hearing because and talking about. Because if you leave it up to big media, don't get me started, but if you leave it up to that, that's all brainwash bullshit. Of course, Big it's going to be mumbo yeah. jumbo. Yeah, it's, it's all gonna nonsense. Be watered down. It's going to be the shit that's not real. Yeah, and and I think our our cult, our culture, our um, what's our what's that called? Our demographic, our age group. What do you call that? Our yeah, our, our generation. Generation. That's the word I'm looking for. I feel like our generation is really becoming hip to. We're just much more cynical than our parents were. 
Absolutely. They were cynical in certain ways, but they still read the paper every day and they still watched the news every day because that's all they had and they mm -hmm. trusted it. Totally. Versus uh, me, I read the paper or I watch the news and I'm like, you are full of shit. And time and time again, have you proven yourselves to be full of shit because you switch opinions based on whose dick you're sucking right now in the corporate world. It's all about big money. It's all about lobbying and all, you know, I'm not going to get into the politics of it, but we know, we Absolutely. know that story. And so I'm seeing this shift and it's kind of an interesting and exciting time that we are living in. Absolutely. How fast, I mean, dude, it wasn't that long ago until MySpace came out. I know. It really wasn't that, what, how long ago was that? 10 years? Maybe, Tops? yeah. Yeah. In 10 fucking years, we've, like social media isn't, you can't film a movie without including social media well, now I because it's part a, of our life. I can't book a job without me having over 100,000 followers on Instagram now, which is ridiculous. I've lost two jobs because they said, we love your client, but he doesn't have enough social media following. I, I'm hearing that that's happening. And you're like, I'm sorry, we're basing talent off of social media yeah. so there's somewhat in a sense yes it's great yeah but also people are just getting lazy because they're like oh we want a now you're internal the, fan now you're not just the actor you're also the marketing department yeah now that's I have basically to do, what now it have is to do pr yeah uh, like full-time for myself that's, as well that's ridiculous yeah that that's I got fucking, enough shit to worry about yeah so yeah i i 100 i mean being a, a musician and a producer, songwriter, all that, I have to. You have to. I, I have mean, to. But when you're an actor and, and you get that big gig, for them to tell you. Yeah. Can you um uh, clean up your social media? Can we figure out? Well, I was like, what? Okay. Yeah. okay. It's didn't unbelievable. Realize, didn't realize I have to do that as well. Yeah. So um, it's interesting. But it's funny when you see these little, these, these little YouTube stars, mm -hmm. you know, getting their own TV shows now because they have all these followers. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, for all I know, it's my hope that this podcast gains momentum. Sure. And, absolutely. and you know, it, it, and, but it doesn't happen overnight. There's no. a lot of the guys that, that, you know, that I look up to and sort of model what I'm doing after like Mark Marin mm -hmm. and Joe Rogan, you know, these, these sort of comedians and, and sort of uh, social commentary dudes, you know, totally. I love what they've been doing. But dude, Joe Rogan's on like, 900 now yeah. he's done 900 fucking Crazy. episodes maron's been doing this shit for what like seven or eight years it's amazing and you know now they're consistently in the top 10 on on itunes yeah and i understand that that's the work he put in so for me that would be great at one point to get to that level and but listen, it doesn't happen overnight true it doesn't have happen overnight and you have to put in the work too not saying that i'm gonna sit here and be like i'm not putting any work into my career you have to it's yeah. just sometimes when this social media frenzy is like how many pictures how many naked pictures of myself am i going to post on instagram just to get followers like, yeah that's what it's yeah. all come down to you know i actually just kind of a little tangent i i want your opinion on this because uh it kind of uh it kind of got my mind going in a little bit of a of a way here is one of the girls that i follow on instagram mm -hmm. she's you know regular jane schmain girl you know but i mean i don't mean that i mean just like a regular girl you know yeah. nothing she's not like an instagram model or any none of this mm -hmm. shit just regular girl and she posts sort of this uh she's in her lingerie mm -hmm. or or maybe just her her undies and bra okay and she's sitting on the bed just kind of like you know like the like, you know what it reminded me yeah koi it reminded me of britney spears first album cover Oh, hit me baby one more time. When, when she, you, you remember that? And her head's like this and kind of to the side. And she's, you know, trying to look like a little high school girl. Mm -hmm. Well, this girl from my Instagram was doing that, but in her bra and undies. Yeah. And she had this <laughs> huge rant 
on there about why she was doing it. Because she doesn't do that shit. She doesn't. And she writes on it, the reason why I'm doing this is because I'm tired of women making decisions based on pedophiles and based on, you know, the, these, these um, aggressive men, what, 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 sex offenders and all whatnot. And, and I'm not going to change who I am because of these horrible men. Okay. And she kind of went on about that. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, I get it. I get where you're coming from. Yeah. But why would you hold the stake in front of the lion in the cage that's a little bit loose. Yeah, totally. Like, why would you, like, I, do you, do you walk down the street naked because, because I, you're I just, trying to prove a point? Like, I, I don't under, I don't understand that. It, it was just, to me, it was like, you realize that maybe your intent is not to, but why would you? That, I think that's what I want to ask her. Is, you should, why not? Why, <laughs> direct message her. Why, damn, why the fuck would you do that? Like, I'm know. sure there's at least five creeper motherfuckers that jerked off to that picture of yours. Like, seriously. Absolutely. I think she just wants, I, I hate those people who are trying to prove a point just to prove a point that is yeah, prove a point just to prove shallow a po- for themselves. Yeah. Just to hear themselves speak. Like, it's not, you're not doing anything. You're just, uh, you're a bamboozler. I don't know. Yeah. It's, yeah, I Doesn't don't know. Sense. It just, it, my I head agree. just, I might, I, the vein just started popping in my head. I'm just, I, I kind of, that anger, it was just kind of like furious. I feel like you're coming from a, a place of ignorance. Like, I kind of, I get it. I get it. Yeah, not but, executed well. But not executed well. Yeah, maybe. How about just a, a selfie of you, just regular, and you can talk about that or whatever. Which, by the way, cracks me the fuck up. You always get the selfie Ugh. and the girl in the in the big boobies hanging out. Yeah, and then, but she has like this quote of the day. Oh, which is like you know, <laughs> Jesus take the wheel, take it from my hand. <laughs> I love it. It's just it's like that's your excuse. It's like really we really know, bitch, what you're trying to do. Yeah, it's like rise above. You just want us to look at your pretty boobies and your yeah, fish and then, uh, fish puckered face yeah. and and, uh, and and worship you, but you're doing it under the guise of oh no, this is the quote of the oh, day. Oh no, 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 this is this is a real thing. I'm trying to expand your horizons. Yeah, get out of here. You probably copy and pasted that shit from a textbook. Yeah. Yeah, or but, uh, quotes of the day that you've found on Google. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I, I have no problems with women like like Instagram models that are you know they're 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 um, showing off their lingerie and their assets. Listen, do you quite thing. I quite enjoy that. I'm sure you do. But uh, by the way, in the gay world, is that a thing? Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding? Like like there's gay models <clears throat> that kind of like ooh, look at my pecker. Oh yeah, my pecker. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I haven't heard Pecker since in 1999, so thank you for that one. Hey, I, um, I bring it back. You bring it old school. About as happy as a puppy dog, two Peters. Oh, there you go. Just blue collar. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, there's everybody. Please, these this Instagram frenzy has gone absolutely insane. It's everybody, out of control. Everybody's naked. Everybody has a eight pack. Everybody's face tuning the shit out of their faces. They look fake. Is that what it's, it's called? Fa- face tuning. Face tune. Yeah, when they like smooth out, it looks. I mean, you'll. I'll show you a picture. Yeah, they, of people. and they can make the eyes bigger now. Like can, shit. Like yeah. it's so you crazy. You can make your body. You can make your waist smaller. Your arms bigger. Wow. You can detail your abs so they look super chiseled. So everyone's like, "What is this?" You and then when they meet you in real life, you're like, "Wait, you are totally not that." Yeah, person. it's like want want want. Yeah, you look crazy. Yeah. Um, but listen to each his own. God bless, bless and release. Shabbat shalom. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So um, let me ask you, man, this will be interesting because you have the big thing coming out. Mm -hmm. Okay. And awesome. I I can't fucking wait, by the way. It's going to be awesome. 
But I'm I'm very curious is to see how your social media becomes impacted. Oh, I'm yeah, I can't wait. Because this will be your biggest role to date in LA, would you say? Yeah, this is yeah, this is my first big like TV thing. So yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, hopefully the show's a you know gets a following and is a hit. Um, Who doesn't like vampires? I mean, it's a vampire comedy. It's funny. But you you are you wear the teeth and all that. Oh yeah, yeah. Do they make you white as fuck? Are you like super white? White as fuck. They um. We were in makeup for like an hour, yeah, just to get all the white makeup on our like full on all over the body. Mm. Um, and like we had different stages of um, makeup because when I get even more aggressive and angry when I start biting people, my makeup becomes darker, so I look more evil. And then oh, interesting. Not that I mean I'm not an evil character at all, but um, yeah, when you turn from normal glam vampire, which they called me. Glam, a glam vampire. vamp. Yeah, um, that's funny. Into you know crazy town when you, you know, turn into biting mode um, is different. So that was a lot, mm. but the makeup looked great. It was really cool. We shot for two months, three months, two and a half months. And that that's for an entire season. Um, we did, yeah. Well, this season it's it's more of like a mini series as of now. Um, there's okay. eight episodes. Very cool, man. So if yeah. there's enough demand, people like it, then they'll yeah. be like, "Hey, let's We're gonna let's do, do another." One. Yeah. So um, very cool. Yeah, it's fun. It's like I'm playing this. I don't know, really old vampire. <laughs> yeah, like well, that's how they are. That's how we are. But you look like you're 22 but I look years like I'm old. 22. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's uh, I basically um, turn this really nerdy character into um, a vampire, but the whole gag is that. Um, in the show, the vampires are all hot, and we're always like, we only turn hot people into vampires, and we're like basically poking fun at Twilight and all oh, of these, yeah. Yeah. you know, vampire and vampire diaries, yeah, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I turn this like nerdy, geeky, Seth Rogeny, funny guy into a vampire, and then he stuck with me for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> really? So, yep. Yeah, so that's a whole dynamic, and it's yeah. I'm just like basically want to kill him most of the time, and then you know we evolve and have this awesome friendship, and we huh. become like brothers. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. That's Get cool. Ready. Man. That's that, good. I had no idea. That's that's cool, man. Yeah, it's really um, fun. It's super funny. And how does that work with the CW? Is it a free service? Um, Do you just go to the website and you're good? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. You can. I think. Yeah, I think it should be free. Okay. I, I mean, so. I would pay for it. I'm just curious. Yeah, as you to... better pay for it, boo. <laughs> um, yeah, it should be free. Absolutely. Okay. I think if you have, yeah. Go, or you can go on online too. Would that shit be on like Hulu or Net- should, Netflix? Uh, not eventually? Netflix. I think it's going to be, eventually sh- it might be on Netflix, but as of now, um, it's on its own streaming platform. So it's the CW Seed on Apple TV. Okay. You just click on that bad boy and it'll be there. Awesome. I can't yeah. wait, man. You can um, binge watch it. All the episodes will be out. Oh, like all of them. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's how I watch. It's kind of like- I can't, we, I can't wait. Yeah, no, me either. I can't. I'm done. No patience anymore. You know, I, I never got into- um, People are going to hate me for this, but I, I never got into uh, uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, me either. I never Not, did. And, and I did it because I knew, I knew how I got with Breaking Bad. Uh-huh. And I didn't want to do that same thing with because I knew it would just be too much of an addiction. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I tried two times to watch um, Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. For some reason, I just couldn't get sucked in. But now everybody's like, ta- I mean, I'm going to start again, I think. It's eh. Third time's a charm. Maybe there's like kind of a payoff. But the thing with Breaking Bad is I was sucked in from, from episode one. Gotcha. I was just on the edge of my seat. Yeah, I haven't watched Breaking Bad either. I'm terrible. Oh, you never did? No, yeah. I'm like, 
I'm like a 30 Rock, Kimmy Schmidt. Okay. Stupid, funny, dumb comedy. So you used to love, I know you used to watch Seinfeld. Oh, Seinfeld, I love. Frasier, I loved. Friends. Will and Grace is still one of my favorites. I mean. Dude, I still remember Thursday on whatever network that shit was. They called it, was it Must See TV? But I remember it was Thursday. Must see TV. Must see TV. Um, must. Must. See. <laughs> mushy. Sounds mushy. Like mushy. Mu- sounds like mushy, like man pussy. Mu- like my musty TV. <laughs> that's it. Yo, that's it. Come on that's down. Why, that's why I got to eat the platanos to keep the... Yeah, they keep my pussy juice. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. So gross. Um, and uh, I think it was NBC. And I was like the... I, was, I remember being a kid watching it. And it was like mm-hmm. literally like the best hour of television in history. It was fucking Friends. Yes. And then right after Friends came Seinfeld. And this is when them shits were new. Like, so it was a new episode of Friends and then a new episode of Seinfeld back to back. Boom, boom. And I was like, no wonder why they call this shit must see TV. You cannot oh, yeah. miss you this shit. You can't stop watching I mean, it. two of some of the greatest sitcoms of that era. Still. I still watch. I still go to bed. I'm like, oh, let me throw a Will and Grace on. This always makes me feel happy. Will and Grace. Yeah. Love. I never got into Will and Grace. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. I think those, yeah, they're ridiculous. But uh, I'm I'm seeing some of the comedies out now, and they're very edgy. Like I don't yeah. I don't watch them. I'll just occasionally the roommate will put it on, and I'll I'll sit down, have a beer, and watch a few minutes of it. But one of them was uh, maybe you can help me out here. It's uh, I think it was like a couple lesbians and okay, I don't couple know. lesbians, couple what? lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many shows are about a couple of lesbians, but it, it wasn't like specifically. It, they were like part of a group of people, um, and I don't know. They were throwing some fucking house party and smoking. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, the point being is that they they all seem to be a little bit more like true to how we live. I yeah, feel like they're, they're they're more like just sort of a snippet in time, uh-huh. and Not they as seem yeah, and they seem less polished than maybe stuff was back in the day where they're trying to create an image. Now I feel like it's it really is just like a anything like, goes, anything goes, and it's just the life of you know everyone's a fucking stoner now. So like that's what they show, and that's what it's all about. You know, just yeah. people hanging out, smoking weed, drinking beer, and that seems to be every. Every comedy show. that I see on television nowadays. Yep. But yeah. It's funny. Yeah. The stru- but there's still structure to it, I feel, but not as, yeah. not as charactery yeah. as before, which I, I, mean, I, like, I, I see what you mean by that. Yeah. I'm, I like both. I mean, I like the classics are the classics, you know, yeah. I love them, but I do um, appreciate where comedy's going now. It's, it's random. The, in, shit. The, in the style of comedy, mm-hmm. the style of what is funny Today is different than ten years ago. Oh, absolutely! You notice that, it's like the, really the banter more, is the much. The banter's dry. It's more it's very sarcastic. Dry. Yeah, yeah, very laid back. Um, very commentative. No, <laughs> Com- yeah, commentate. Yeah, I know they, what you mean. They basically they, they comment on everything. Yeah, which is funny. I yeah. Wow, I can't speak English. Commentative. Well, That's not even. It's a word. okay. You're you're a foreigner. You're great. Thank God, I'm nailing it in every other aspect. Than English language. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, so were you, were you actually born in Jersey or were you born in... No, I was born in Jersey. You were born in Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Is there a big um, Greek... Uh, yeah, there's a big Greek community in Jersey. Community out there? Isn't uh, Colin Greek? No, Colin's like Irish. Oh, okay. <laughs> close. <laughs> eh, that's close. <laughs> yeah, no. I, um... Yeah, comedy. There you go. So if, if, we're ever, if we ever hit any dry spots, like... Here, it's totally fine. I just, you know, we could snip it out or yeah, sometimes, sometimes, you know, the, the, sometimes the, the dry spots are great. Dry spots. <laughs> <laughs> I well, mean, normally I don't like a dry spot, but 
you know, I'm normally drenched. <laughs> so uh, how's uh, how's the love life these days? It's good. Being a working girl. Being a working girl <laughs> is fine. It's good. Dude, that cracked me up when when you started referring to yourself as she. <laughs> as she. <laughs> and I was just dying, bro. From that point on, I'm like, I just call you like in the third person. You have to. It's like, always a third person. Like, I don't say, yeah, you have to say she. Uh, See, third even person. Though, is, even though I'm in the same room there, with you. Getting back to comedy. Three, yep. Put me in the third person. It's still funny. I'm yeah. commenting on me being in the third person. Yeah. So uh, how's how's the sex life for you? <clears throat> it's good. Yeah. You yeah. Any, After, any any relationships? Or are you just having having fun? Hashtag oh, no. hashtag I'm, WeHo life. <laughs> hashtag WeHo life. Dude. No hashtag relationship wise, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We don't got to get too much into it. Just I was just curious if you. Yeah. Uh, don't, you know. That'll be that'll be episode um, sixteen when but I come I, back. I, I gotta say, man. Uh, if I were gay, and I were living well. I am living in this, but it, but gay living in this community, mm -hmm. I mean, holy shit, bro. Like, oh, it's, it, it's like, it's like a hunting season. It's literally a plethora of whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how. It's how, overwhelming. Yeah. And I, also the bubble is too small. It, that's what kills oh, me. Everybody knows your shit Everybody know. Town. Yeah. God yeah. forbid you take a trick home once. The whole fucking world knows. The whole world knows. Yeah. It is small world out here, isn't it? Such a small world. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Just don't be a hooker. Don't be a fucking hooker. Don't be. I mean, if you want to stop be a hooker, turning tricks, man. Listen, if you want to be a hooker, just be on the down low. Just be a <laughs> sneaky, undercover hooker. Now, when you when you let me just play a little little coy with this or a little <laughs> ignorant here. When you when you say hooker, do you legitimately mean that, or like you're, no. you're receiving money, or do you just mean a fucking whore? You're being uh, a fucking. Uh, you're whore. being a fucking whore. All right. Not a hooker. Not a real one. Get out of God, here. God, not. We know they don't. Get exist. out of here. My parents would kill me. <laughs> <laughs> so dude you went to a catholic school yes. an all-boys catholic school it's an all-boys catholic high school now, like a sports school which was if, gross if you if you were a young gay man in a all-boys school wouldn't that be kind of a no because kind it of was, good times no 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 when you think about it because you're just like not gay then and you're figuring your shit out and yeah. you want to fit in and it's sports and get out oh, it's too much it's too much and everybody's a douche yeah kind of yeah. so it's macho catholic Macho Catholic. Yeah. Yeah, and being gay in a Catholic school was absolutely unacceptable. Did, did you did you know then, or was it something that happened later um, in life? I mean, I guess you always know, but you really don't like get in touch with it until you're ready to get in touch with it. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. 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 I, it's so societal. You, you think if do you think that if society wasn't so, it's still. I mean, in, in areas like like L.A., it's very you know, but in <laughs> most of the fucking country, it's still very taboo right so yes. do you think especially back then mm -hmm. i mean we're not talking about today here we're talking about what 10 15 20 i don't know how how old you are but i am 14 you look 22 <laughs> you look 20, 22 i'm 28 you're 28 okay see that's the that's the sweet potatoes keeping that's you sweet young. Potatoes. i've just my face is pulled but do you do you think that if societally it was zero negative attachment mm -hmm. zero do you think that there would be this process of discovering or do you think it would be pretty much at a younger age like it tends to be with straight people. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you yeah. think there'd be a distinction between the two? Um, you're saying if society like welcomed it even more? If, is that what you mean? If there was zero question. There's zero question. If it was yeah, just, hey, you're, you're straight, you're gay, you're whatever, yeah. and there was zero well, anything. Yeah, I feel like there's, you know, yeah, absolutely. There, it, would, it would be way easier and so, people wouldn't, you know, feel like they were trapped and you know, not living their authentic self. So it really is societal. 
They, Absolutely. They, I mean, I, I know this, but I'm just, I, I, I want to get the dialogue going. Oh, yeah, I completely agree with that. <clears throat> I think it's society says, religion says, you need to do this, we need to do that. Mm-hmm. Family, pressure from family, pressure from, you know, what, have, what are the other people going to say? Oh, God, you know, it's all of that. Yeah. So some families are amazing. Some are, you know, stuck in religion. Some yeah. are, you know, will eventually become cool with it. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, depends on how you were raised and how you, you, you grew up yeah. and it all depends on yourself too. Like if you're ready to do your, do your thing and you don't give two shits about what people think, then more power to you. Yeah. But that's also super hard. I, I can, I can only imagine bro. And you know, and, and I got to say that, that if you are a gay man and you live in this area, everyone here just fucking owns it, man. Oh yeah, like gay as fuck, strutting down the street in high heels, man. There are a and you're lot like, of people. Damn, motherfucker, you don't listen, give a shit. Work queen, give me that, give me those heels, honey. But but you know what's funny is when I interviewed a deer, he he's a little older than us. Yeah, and he mentioned, you know, he was kind of part of, you know, the not not like the only generation, but he was part of the generation that kind of is what is allowing for that. In other totally. words, you know, there's these young Paved kids. Running down the street, they have no idea the shit that that he had to go through, of course, so that you could get to that point. Absolutely, and it's you know? still a building process. I yeah, mean, I feel like everybody's, you know, just. I mean, we've really come a long way for sure. Yeah, thank thankfully. I mean, um, we still have a long ways to go. Yeah, still have a long ways to go. But that says it with everything too. We still have a long ways to go with a lot of things in life. Yeah, uh, there's still a lot of racism. Oh, still, just as absolutely. just as there's sexism. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's just this thing where, where people are so, so slow for change and, you know, living out here has certainly made me very open-minded and tolerant of different cultures. Yeah. It may not be me, but you know what? This is you, this is you guys and, and fucking A, man. Well, that's what makes it doesn't you so matter. cool. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's just like that. What, what I, what I can't understand is how people get hung up on what, social orient, uh, sexual orientation, oh, yeah. color of your skin. I, I don't understand that mentality. Me either. I don't, I don't understand get it either. It. I feel like it's not your business. It's our, like, do I come into your house and tell you how to cook your eggs at night? Right. No. Or like right. how you make your I, vodka soda with a splash of lime. Like, I, you know what? Yeah. It's, just, it's the same shit. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, I, I think if you're really, really ignorant, you only look at that aspect. You say, oh, you're black, so therefore fuck you. Or you're gay, so you fuck you. Yeah. I think that's like the, the lowest of the low. Of like of, of ignorance. But then, but it, it seems that there's like kind of these different tiers of what motivates basically ignorance. Absolutely. You know? um, but anyway, yeah, I think I think it's an interesting interesting subject. I, I studied a little bit of sociology in school nice. when I was in college, and I don't know. I, I find I find how societies behave and how there's sort of like an overall uh, common agreement with a lot of things. Yeah, I find that very interesting, and it, I guess it's a good and a bad thing. But I I, I don't like how people are s- kind of have a hard time thinking for themselves. Yeah. That's yeah. that's kind of my thing. It's is like, it, what's everybody else going to do so I can jump on the bandwagon? Yeah. Just be a fucking individual. 
Be a fucking individual. And step up to the goddamn plate. Just own it. And that, I think that's yep. why you're you're so charismatic. Thanks. It, when, when I first saw you, I was like, dude, this guy, you were literally the most charismatic dude that I've met in years. Oh, thanks. You know, you just, you emit that quality, right? And you just like, dude, well, I want to. I don't, don't give a shit. Like, yeah. it's like, I know who I am. I'm comfortable with myself. I love my friends. I love my family. I surround myself with great people. Yeah. And yeah, I, if I want to like, yeah, put heels on and dance to music in your house right now. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. If not, if I want to fucking play a basketball with you and the guys and do like a straight guy thing, which yeah. is so ridiculous that that we even have to stereotype that. Yeah, hey bro. Hey bro. Just yeah. Pace, fuck boy. yeah. You want to throw a ball, bro? Which which touch football? <laughs> you want to throw a ball? Throw That's a ball. exactly what. Yeah. So you know what I mean? It's like yeah, it. You know, do your do your thing. Do your thing, man. You know, in in I don't remember where I heard this, uh, but. W- it's so true, man. It, it's if you're the nerd, if you're the flamboyant gay dude, if you're the jock, Everyone I don't just care. Puts you in a box. I don't care. Yeah, put you in the box. But whatever you are, whatever you want to be, I should say, whatever you want to be, if you just own the shit out of whatever you want to be, yeah, dude, then and you're, you're gonna succeed and do it. You're gonna be. You found your niche. And and you you you're gonna be that. You will be cool. If you're a fucking nerd, but you own that shit that you're a nerd. Absolutely. But if you're ashamed of being, you know what I'm saying? And, and I'm yeah. saying, because, you know, I'm a nerd in a lot of ways, but I, I'm, I'm kind of picking out like the 1980s stereotype of a nerd, like, like from of the course. movie nerds, like, like the pocket protector and the glasses. Yeah, glasses and high-waisted pants. And you know and- what? If that's you, if that's you, then don't try to be the jock that you're never going to be. Don't no. try to emulate. Be the fucking nerd. Own that shit and be confident Absolutely. with it. And, and it, it, that, at the end of the day, it's that fucking confidence. Yeah, it's just be, be true to who, you're, who you're, your, your real self is. And at yeah. the end of the day, and that's, that's when your career is going to happen. That's when your love life's going to happen. That's when shit's going to blow up for you. Everything. Because Everything. you're yeah. not hiding behind anything and there's no scrim in front of you or yeah. like a, a, an act or a, a play that I'm, you know, fighting within myself of like all these, I'm living a completely unauthentic life. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm sure you're very talented as an actor, which I've never seen you act. That's what I'm looking will forward change. to. Which will change very soon. <laughs> but so you're very talented, I'm sure. You can't get a lead without being so. But I'm sure what they saw in you for the lead wasn't that, oh, he can act. It's, dude, this guy just owns that shit. Do you get what, do you get, does it? Yeah, absolutely. No, that's, that's what I look in, in if I'm behind the table casting something or doing a project. I want to cast my friends. I yeah. want to cast the people that I love and then I know we can have like this right now, we can have this conversation and chill and just sit and shoot the shit and um, who you can work well with and who's, you know, open and ready to receive and, and give information and blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. That's what you want ideally. So yes, thank you for that. I, I appreciate that. I love, you know, I'm doing me. Dude, I'm just doing me. Just doing you, bruh. Me, bruh. <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, Hey, is there, is there anything you kind of want to touch on? Was there anything that you came in as an idea that you would, you kind of wanted to talk about? Is there anything that, that interests no. you right now? And the, in this the, has been so good. I'm obsessed politics. with this. Oh, politics. We'll, that's going to be an episode. Yeah, that could be episode. That'll be later two. in life. Yeah. We'll yeah. see what happens when it gets closer. Yeah, man. I'm so disappointed with, with and, I, and the fact that people buy into the shit, it's like, dude, you know, and, and you know, you know, what blows me away is the fact that the lying media Everybody's just a lying sack of shit right now. But but what blows me away is this day and age that the lying media still can influence opinion. Yeah. 
Totally. Of because course. if if everyone were like you and I, who actually or you have, and me, if that's the proper normal, but yeah. if every if everyone were like us, <laughs> nothing the me- mass media could say would fa- would phase us. I mean, yes, let, let's be realistic. There would be some degree oh, of, of like, course. oh well, it, maybe this has happened, but. At the end of the day, we're so like, well, dude. We're smart enough to look at both sides of like what is given. Yeah. Because there's always two sides to a story, as we all know. But we're also smart enough to figure out, okay, that's, I'm calling bullshit on that. Yeah. Or that doesn't sound right. Or, you know, we're, some media and everything that's been out, we can literally, we can figure out if you've said something in the past that you're completely lying about because yeah. you've said it on national TV already. Yeah. It's called, we go back and there's recordings of it. Yeah. So, there's no hiding that. And there's now, no hiding anything. And this is the beauty of social media is it's sort of calling bullshit on a lot of these things. It is. You and, can't hide it anymore. Yeah. And there, there seems to be an ongoing dialogue of why are we listening to these fucking people? Like, this is old hat. This is like grandparents day shit. Like, this is like, nah, we're shame. evolving. Yeah, we're evolving. Remember? And now we're more like, well, we want real news from impartial. Of course. Impartial. Um, Sources, meaning you're not a humongous corporation, multinational mm-hmm. corporation. Because, you know, I think people need to be reminded, even though everyone should know this, but people need to be reminded that there's really only four or five uh, companies mm-hmm. that own all the media. Yeah. All of it. Totally. Except for like, you know, PBS or, you know, like public shit. Of course, but, all your n- network ones. Yeah, and I think that's why I'm a huge supporter of uh, KCRW. I love KCRW. And for years, I, I was a, um, a member, you know, yeah. and you, you donate because I believe in it. Because what they're doing is they are giving you fact, or at least what they believe to be fact. Mm-hmm. And they're not trying to fatten the pockets of anybody. You know what I mean? And so they're in it for yeah. the pure, and that's why the music they play is like so avant-garde and Love so the on the, you know, and, <clears throat> and and the news is just so clean. Yeah, it's great. There's no talking heads. You know what I mean? It's just clean information and, you know, interpret it. Yeah, but no here's one's sugarcoating anything. And- yeah, because again, if they're not owned by uh, interests, yeah, then they can be whatever they want to be. They oh. don't have to please anybody at the top. And again, when you have five major companies owning all the media, that's a huge fucking issue, man. Mm-hmm. And people need to realize that that is not a system that is ethical. Yeah. It's not ethical news. It's not ethical well, especially reporting. Especially this day and age, especially our generation too, where, yeah. where we can see right through that. Yeah. And, and we're just kind of on the beginning of that. And I, I think, you know, the next generation will probably be a little bit higher up than us. They might be a little dumber in certain ways because of yep, they're of so their faces in a phone the whole time. Yeah. But which I'm guilty of too. Which yeah, we all are, but they man, dude, these high school have you seen the high school kids yeah, these days? Man? Ridiculous. There's no conversations. They've never probably said a word to each other. It's rough, man. But they're they're geniuses where it comes to uh, the the iPhones and social media. They're like shit that they do shit that I don't Yeah, but I, what's gonna happen to like having a real conversation or kids being kids and going outside and playing and I mean, I, that was, I yeah. was never in front of a phone or a, I mean, yes, I did play video games, but I would always be outside every single day after school. Yeah. Playing, playing with, something. Playing football, basketball, yeah. tennis, everything. Yeah. 100%. And um, you need those human interactions instead of it being all hid behind um, a text. 
And I, I couldn't imagine the layer of complexity that that adds to school life as a child. Totally. And just your, yeah, you're so just, and you're, I, I don't know. The social pressure. The social pressure and yeah. the aspect of like being, I don't know, growing up and actually being an adult after too. Yeah. You need to be social. Yeah. How are you going to work and talk to people and network? If and, all you're doing is hashtagging and selfieing every yeah, fucking moment you of your life. Real yeah. conversations. I don't know. Um, Interesting. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Hey, how are you doing? About do you want to use the restroom? You want oh. a glass of glass of water? How are you doing on time? Time wise, I probably got to go in like five minutes because okay. I have to uh, go to this concert tonight. Okay, well, we'll we'll finish it up. We'll uh, we'll end it. I know. I feel like I'm. This so I can be here for hours. <laughs> no, and that's the funny thing is we could go well, it's on like, and on. I didn't realize how time, what time flies. Yeah, it it really does, man. Um, yeah, I mean, Adir and I went three hours. I'll split it up into parts. I love it. Two parts. But uh, I think you and I are, are a perfect amount of time for one one good this episode, man. Amazing. Um, I definitely need to come back, though. Yeah. I'm not done with this. Yeah. It's so fun. You know, we should we should talk again when your show has aired. Yeah, um, absolutely. And then we can kind of talk about what's happened with that and how your life is being impacted by that. You know, How I'm still serving burratas and martinis. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I doubt that, brother. Yeah. Listen, it's it pays the bills, and I'm thankful for the job. Yeah, right now, you know, we hey, gotta do what we gotta do. Do you, you want to be a backup dancer in the music video we're shooting? Absolutely, by the way, absolutely, I will backup dance the shit with, out of with your Mahan music video. being our fucking choreographer. Have you seen this fool? Oh yeah, I can. He can dance his face off. He, he can dance like a phew, crazy yeah, like a mofo. When are you guys shooting it? Uh, we started shooting initial scenes uh, mm -hmm. last week, and we're going to shoot. Uh, most likely one to two weeks from now, the dance scenes. Cool. And it's going to be to one of the originals that I wrote. Um, so cool. It's a part of the EP I'm releasing called The Bells of Vine. Oh, and it's yes. sort of a future beat. Here we go with the word future. It's But uh, the, the genre is future beat. So kind of like a San Holo uh, subtact style. Um, a melodic trap is basically. It. So it's not dark. It's very uplifting and fun. And, That's perfect. Because you know, yeah. I love a vocal. Give me a vocal. Oh, you want a vocal? All right. I love a vocal. Yeah, we'll drop some vocals on I that. I also want that Edge of Seventeen remix that you have. That oh, the best yes. Thing. You love that song. Yeah, yeah when I was DJing. Play, you should play this one. Just end it with that song. <laughs> you guys, get ready. It's the best. I love that intro with the guitar. Like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then she and then Nick's comes in. Yeah. Fucking. She's the best. The best, man. Yeah. Well, well, Johnny, it's been real. Connie, love I love you, you brother. I'm so happy that you came on. Thank and I'm, I'm honored that you took time out of your busy day. Are you kidding me? Absolutely for you, the world. And um, I will let you know when we release this bad boy. And so you can push it and we can all enjoy and enjoy the, the stylings of our conversation. Absolutely, man. <laughs> all right, man. Well, enjoy right. your concert Bye. and we'll see you next time. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.